0: by now there we go there it is. <laughs> welcome back to the uncomfortable conversation for saturday <laughs> july twenty 2021 i'm your host awesome joined as always by tobias what's up tobias mm. i'm just speeding through the crap we what's just said up man nobody, how you doing just nobody could hear us <laughs> speeding through it real quick i gotta i'm readjusting my, there we go so y'all can see my my fourth stuff over there
1: yeah. yeah it's going pretty good Sorry about that, guys. Just drinking,
0: <laughs> forgetting to unmute microphones, shit like that. <laughs> you know the usual. It's another good day, Farty man. Farty pants is back. What's up, bro? How you doing, Farty? <laughs> Farty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh man. All right, if y'all are watching this on YouTube, we fixed the the latency issue. So now instead of being thirty seconds behind, y'all are only like five seconds behind. Mm-hmm.
1: what were you we drinking. Oh yeah! Blindsided you with that one. <laughs> you did. I wasn't ready. What you drinking today, Tobias? All right, so I'm drinking uh, Jack Daniels, apple, I think. One of them. Is it the Jack Daniels or Jim brand? I don't know. It was. The was
0: container. it in my cabinet? Yep. I
1: think it was Jack Daniels apple <laughs> and Pepsi, I have so and much uh, apple it's my it's pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have um, Pepsi and the the last of my. Black Label Scotch. I figure why not? There and you poured a lot of it. Let's just empty that sucker out. Oh, my god. It's gosh. in there. It's there. Do you feel it? No, I don't feel it. I've taken like three sips. No,
1: I'm saying like when you tasted it, did oh, you I like? I definitely taste it. Okay. I okay. can
0: definitely taste it. putting hair on my chest as we speak. <laughs> it's there. It's there. Hardy Book Pants says he's loving life and hoping the same for you. I am loving life. Hardy life is but but great. Pants. I got engaged yesterday. What? Oh, my I gosh, man.
1: Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, is I'm going to be there as long
0: as I can sing at your wedding. Well, we're probably just going down the courthouse to sign some paperwork. That's so. fine. I'll sing I there. mean, if you want to <laughs> sing at the courthouse, you can. Um, We are. We're just uh, We're going to probably, I don't know. I don't, we haven't really talked about it a whole lot. But we'll probably just do something small at the courthouse. And then the money we save on wedding, just have a party afterwards. Hell yeah. Can I get drunk there? Of course you can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I want The party's fucking Probably here <laughs> Most likely me That's shit. all I want Marty Buffant says He's finally made the shift Over to black coffee Welcome Whoa. to the club That's Whoa. the only way I drink my coffee Whoa You guys You don't, you don't drink black coffee No
1: <laughs> I tried it one time And I was at work And that was Because I was so tired No
0: Tracy no. pour your cup Yep Yep <laughs> That's why <laughs> I got you back right here I got your coffee right here That's always <laughs> how it was Saving cash is a good plan Always Always a good plan. Save some cash. Um, but, yeah, the the two things, w- we we got to make sure we have, like, our birth certificates and all that kind of stuff. Mm. We have to have two witnesses to sh- sh- sign. Uh, so, we're each going to bring a friend. So, would you like to come be my witness? I would love to be okay, there. cool. I would take <laughs> off the whole day of work just to be there. Might, we might do it on a Friday. That way you're already off work.
1: No. 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 Make, make, it the work make, <laughs> <laughs> make it on a work day.
0: Make it on a work day. If we can get done on Sunday, since you have to go work on Sunday, yes,
1: yes, I'm already off on Sunday. Let me
0: put it in right now. now. Yes, put it, put it in writing. (laughs) He said Sunday.
1: Oh my god! Oh man,
0: we could talk about that shit all day long. But we're gonna talk about what people came here to talk about. What's that? Or came here to listen to us talk about. (laughs) And that is a new bill targeting COVID misinformation. A possible. Roe v. Wade reversal, mm. and more because this is the uncomfortable conversation each and every Saturday. We talk about politics, race, religion, and everything else that makes you and your family uncomfortable. If you like getting uncomfortable with us, make sure you subscribe to us on your podcast platform of choice. Subscribe to us on YouTube and follow us on Twitch. We don't have subscribers on Twitch yet, so follow us on Twitch just like Farty Butt Pants has, and I think we've got like like three or four yeah. others something like that we appreciate every one of y'all um, if you want to be a part of the show make sure to watch us live and leave a comment so we can conversate with you go to our website uncomfortpod.com and fill out the contact form tweet at us using the hashtag uncomfortpod getting any kind of the comments on any of the other youtube videos but that's how you can get in contact with us that's how you can be a part of the show mm-hmm. with all that out of the way let's jump into some housekeeping real quick once again like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook group now, the Uncomfortable Friends. I think it's just Uncomfortable Friends. Y'all go check that out. But you guys go over to UncomfortPod.com. That's got links to everything, our Twitch, our Facebook, our YouTube, all of our merchandise if you want to support the show. But, yeah, guys, get over to our website, UncomfortPod.com. Check everything out there, all of our links. The last giveaway, I hadn't decided what we are going to do for the next giveaway yet. But the winner of the last giveaway is Farty Butt Pants. He's, hey. he's already told us what he wants to do with it. He wants to donate it to the next person that wins. So gotcha. once we do the next giveaway, we are going to throw in, alongside which you would normally win, we are also going to throw in this Mardi Gras Beams Choice decanter from 1968. Hell yeah. Thank you to Farty BuckPants.
1: Good man, Farty.
0: Very good man. But with all that out of the way, do you have anything else to tell the kids? Talk to them about? No. <laughs> then let's get uncomfortable. First news story today comes to us from Politico. Louisiana drivers with no deal. No, I'm just kidding. That's just an ad. Whoa. Klobuchar? Klobuchar, I think is how you say that name? Klobuchar, (laughs) Klobuchar. Amy. (laughs) Targets vaccine misinformation with Section 230 Bill. Says we need a long-term solution that goes beyond removing accounts, spreading falsehoods about the crisis. For those of you that haven't seen the news roundup, which would be everybody except for us, a lot of COVID news this week. I had to dig to find like one or two stories that didn't have to do with COVID-19 to put into the show so that we had a little bit of a break but a lot a lot of coronavirus news going to be in this episode moving on down through this article senator amy that person uh democrat from minnesota introduced legislation thursday to fight bogus medical claims online during health crises like the coronavirus pandemic her target is section 230. The bill would carve out an exception to Section 230, the 1996 – oh, there it is – the 1996 law that protects Internet platforms from liability for content that users post for health misinformation proliferating during public health emergencies, like the misinformation that has been running rampant about vaccines for COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So essentially what this, this bill is doing is it's kind of – they're wanting to get rid of that or at least amend it to where these – because we've talked a lot about different social media platforms actually – being held responsible some. Let me fucking with my Pepsi. Hey, man, I couldn't see you. We've talked a lot about how whether or not social media companies as a whole should be held responsible either fully or partly, mm-hmm. partially, for COVID misinformation. This would actually, like it says, carve out an exception to Section 230, which basically makes them not liable. Right. This would make them liable. What do you think about that?
1: I feel like the whole thing about misinformation is very important because you know when you're trying to convince people to – get the vaccine and then you've seen all these rumors about why it's so bad i feel like uh you know to take that down is very important but um i don't like i said i don't feel like the people in charge of uh like facebook and instagram are liable as far as you know of what other people post I, i think it's okay if they take those things down but you know
0: there's your section of Tobias' thoughts. Done.
1: <laughs> no, <Nah>, I'm kidding. <laughs> Done.
0: Kidding, kidding, kidding. So the article goes on to say, gives out, lines out two things. Number one, why it matters. It lawmakers on both sides of the aisle have been pushing to amend or revoke the Section 230 statute, often for opposite reasons. Many Democrats argue that social media platforms have leaned on Section 230 legal protections to flout responsibility for false and potentially dangerous content on their sites, like the medical misinformation from COVID-19. Biden administration is struggling to fight vaccine misinformation. Uh, I thought it said in here somewhere why Republicans want to get rid of Section 230. But this particular bill is, uh, it is missing Republican support. So it's probably not going to get pushed through. Um, It says political polarization around vaccinations is intensifying as some Republican lawmakers and conservative activists attack the vaccines and the administration's strategy for deploying it in this climate without Republican buy-in, Amy's bill faces an uphill battle. Do you think this bill is going to get passed at all, or do you think this is just another try that's going to fail? So with the thing
1: about, you know, without Republican help, without a lot of Republican, uh, the Republican Party help, a lot of things don't get passed. And so it's one of those situations where I don't think it's going to get passed. Mm. Uh, It has a good chance of fighting to get passed, but – it might be those situations where it's like no, I I don't think so. Um, I think it's a good thought as far as what Amy has. Um, you know, is trying to make uh social media not liable for what's being posted and stuff. But I don't know. That's that's tough. That's tough. Um, what's another thing I don't like?
0: <laughs> oh, look, my question broccoli. is: <laughs> Why does I like broccoli? Why does
1: uh, bro, <laughs> I like
0: broccoli. Get out.
1: What? Are you Again? serious? No, anyway. You're putting up cheese on it. I like it. Bro, why do the Why does the Republican Party make things difficult? Because, like, if you think about it. I think it that a, can
0: be summed up in one word. Uh-oh. What? Trump. You think so? He came in and completely changed the Republican Party. Yeah. I mean, you think back to Republican presidents as recent as, like, W. Mm. It wasn't like this. I mean, Republicans are still the conservatives, and, you know, Democrats are still the ones, the liberals, the ones wanting change and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But it was nothing like this. Party Boat Pants in the chat. 230 is disliked because it provides undue cover to social media corporations for stifling First Amendment rights for conservatives. If rules were applied uniformly, would Republicans have such an issue? I think they would still have an issue because. And I'm not saying it's only Republicans, but I think it's mostly the people coming out and it's not just the vaccine misinformation, or anything, but anything having to do with the the pandemic, um, election fraud, uh-huh. that kind of stuff. Different, All these different facets of misinformation are mostly coming from the right. I'm not saying it's all coming from the right, but it's... It certainly seems like most of it's coming from the right. So even if they came out and said, look, it's just blanket. I don't care who you are, where you're from, what color your skin is, which way you lean politically, any kind of misinformation, we're cutting you off, we're banning you, whatever, I think Republicans would still be pissed because it would be mostly Republicans getting banned. What do you think?
1: I think the same thing. Um, One thing that kind of stays in my head is whenever, like you said, whenever there is change – the Republican Party is like, wait a minute, let's take a long, deep thought on that. You know, it's either they're with it or against it entirely. You know, they're not in the middle. You know, I regret that vaccine information has been politicized so much. If scientists were, weren't were squelched so early for questioning the science, which is the scientific method, by the way, it wouldn't be an issue. That's true. That is true. Yeah, man, because, like, I was talking to some guys at work, and... It's like they don't when they see the vaccine, they don't think about the science part. They think about it's the government's vaccine. You know what I'm saying? It's like the government. And and whenever they think, yeah, I mean, because when you when science is is being thought out, you know, you have to go through trials and tests to make sure it's it's done correctly. You know, and 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 it won't be a harm to you know our bodies whenever we take it. But then since since so many people gave misinformation or, uh, felt like the government is pushing because of what they said, like, uh, microchips or trying to control us, turn you to zombie. I've heard all crazy things. It's just now it's a scare. Now it's like people turning away from it. Uh, yeah, man, it's, that's tough. I, me personally, the vaccine has not affected me since I got it. That's just me. I don't. Everyone who has received a vaccine that I know, they they are fine. They're not zombies. They're not contracting metal pieces to their body or anything.
0: I even tried it here on the show. <laughs> you did try it? I did. I, I had something. I threw it down in a box somewhere. Like this little, it was a really light metal wrench that you use like to put a desk together. Mm-hmm. Like super light. And did it work? Never worked. <laughs> not once. <laughs> I breathe it. on not. <sighs> nothing get into those comments below. Let us know your thoughts on this bill targeting section two thirty. Let us know if you think it's a good idea if you think it's going to pass if you think it won't pass because it doesn't have any Republican support right now. Let us know your thoughts in the comments down below. We're moving on to the second news story, whether you like it or not. <laughs> You're still over there searching. Guys, news story number two. We're going to mix it up. We're going to stop talking about the vaccine for a moment. Okay. Mississippi is trying to get the Supreme Court to reverse Roe v. Wade. Uh, The battle is now joined at the U.S. Supreme Court. This week, the state of Mississippi formally asked the high court to reverse its landmark 1973 abortion decision, Roe v. Wade prompting abortion rights defenders to say, in effect, I told you so. In May, the justices agreed to consider whether state laws that ban abortions before fetal viability are unconstitutional. The test case was brought by Mississippi, which has a state law banning abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy. The lower courts struck down this law, like ones in a dozen other states, because it conflicts with the Supreme Court's decision in Roe v. Wade and subsequent high court decisions over the years. In its original appeal to the Supreme Court last year, Mississippi argued its law complied with existing precedent, and it said the court should only overturn Roe if it concluded there was no other way to uphold the state law. As I always do, I'm going to throw it over to you. What do you think about, number one, what do you think about Mississippi coming forward and trying to get Roe v. Wade overturned, or reversed, or whatever you want to call it?
1: I feel like that's taking away rights. And so, like, uh... (laughs) Like the you know Roe v Wade you know protect women's liberty you know to you know to uh to have an abortion you know without restrictions from the government and so for them to overturn it
0: within the first trimester yes
1: I feel like what would be the need for them to overturn it as far as like um what would bring this back up to to them to feel that this is not un- uh constitutional you know let these women don't let these women have the right, you know, after, you know, like you said, the third trimester, you know, to have an abortion.
0: Well, the, the original Roe v. Wade decision was based off of privacy, Mm -hmm. you know, a person's right to privacy and to kind of try to find, I guess, kind of try to find like a middle point, middle ground between the person's privacy and the government's, desire to protect not only women, but also the child. The child. Mm-hmm. Um, what they decided was during the first trimester, um, government can't intervene. The the woman is free to, you know, get an abortion if she wants. During the second trimester, um, I think they, and I could be wrong. Y'all let me know if I'm wrong. I'm sure Party Book Pants will let me know that I'm wrong. Um, during the second trimester, if a woman wants to get an abortion, that's when the state laws kind of kick in. If the state allows it, then I think if the state allows it and there is danger to the mother, then they'll allow it. And then in the third trimester, there has to be like obvious danger to the mother. Otherwise, you can't get an abortion. Like loss of life danger.
1: Yeah, because your third trimester is what, like, five six months into your pregnancy. Mm-hmm. At that, <laughs> I'm not a woman, I can't really speak on it, but yeah, we're gonna be trying to tread real lightly, like real lightly <laughs> on this <laughs> topic because um, we're not women. Mo- most decisions on if you wanna if you're going to have uh, an abortion would happen in your early pregnancy period. I understand sometimes you don't know you're pregnant, you know, a few months pass, and then you know you're like oh i'm pregnant but your third trimester man that's that's pretty steep um and again i'm not saying you should take the right away from women you know to to decide what they want to do with their bodies but i understand they're trying to protect the child and protect the the mother uh because so many so many factors play in when uh When you're dealing with the body and how your body is already dealing with change, and then you have an abortion at twenty at twenty eight weeks, that's uh, like Austin. Like, what do you feel would be more suitable for these women, like, to as far as a? uh, Trying to set me up. I am trying to set you. (laughs) Trying
0: to set me up. What do I feel would be suitable for these women?
1: Because, man, like, when you think, when you talk about their own, their rights to their bodies, Mm -hmm. who are we to tell them what to do, right? Um, I understand you're trying to protect them and
0: protect them from hurting hurting themselves. Yeah. First of all, the only man that should have any type of say in such a decision is the father. If he's there. If he's around. (laughs) Right. Um Just more and more often nowadays, their their father's just not there. Um, However, as far as, like, when's that breaking point of, like, when do we cut it off and not allow an abortion? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there are people – I mean, there are states that their state laws, which they're not – they're not enforcing the state laws because there are state laws that their law just bans abortions altogether – And it's like they've already signed the law. It's in effect. It's not being enforced because of Roe v. Wade. But as soon as Mm -hmm. Roe v. Wade gets overturned, that law goes into effect, and they're just ban abortions across the board. It's like a start to – Yeah, there's states and there's people that they want to ban abortions altogether. And then there's the other side of the argument. You have people that they don't care if you're one week pregnant or 38 weeks pregnant. It's the woman's decision. If she wants to get an abortion, she should be allowed to get an abortion. Now, again, like I said, unless I'm the father, it's not up to me. And even Mm -hmm. then, it's not really up to me. I'd like to be a part of the conversation, but it's not really up to me. Uh, The only thing, and this will never happen because it's too too polarizing. There's going to be too many people on both sides. But the only thing that will ever kind of settle this argument a little bit is not only having a clear – Like nationwide definition of what is, essentially what is human life. Like, when does the fetus become, like, when can we consider the fetus, like, a human? Right? He just answered that for you. Did he? He did. That's crazy. A heartbeat exists in the fetus in mere weeks, but large-scale neuron interactions in the brain occurs around the second term. I already know all that. That doesn't Mm. answer the question. I'm talking, like, at the federal level, people coming to an agreement like is just a heartbeat is that all it takes to be considered like alive and human or what cuz the thing is once you find out where that is then you're going to have to give you you're going to have to start giving people citizenship before they're even born and then start convicting people with murder once they if there's an abortion after that threshold and that mm-hmm. will never happen it's never going to happen. Like, that, that. no one will ever come into an agreement on that. And it's crazy. Because these type of topics, guys,
1: we try to, like, stay. Like, these are some tough topics, guys. And we try to, as, as guys, we try to stay away from telling <laughs> yeah. women what they should do. Because it's who are we to say. And, like, when when you were saying something, like, something triggered in my head. But I was like, nah, I'm going to leave it alone. Because that's going
0: to venture <laughs> well, then, a, and, and Well, that's the thing. Like, and you're welcome to say what you consider to be, like, Like for a lot of people, once you hear a heartbeat, that's a person. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it, who are we to take that person's life, right? Um, for some people, like he says, neuron interactions in the brain occurs around the second trimester. For some people, that's when, mm-hmm. right? Because when, even though they're not necessarily learning or anything like that, The fetus is thinking at that point because there's neuron interactions, right, all throughout their body. There's there's other stuff going on than just a heartbeat. For some people, that's when the fetus becomes a person. And so everybody's definition of when somebody becomes a person varies, Mm -hmm. and that's why we're going to be having this argument till the end of time. Farty butt pants, kind of till the till the the flaming fires from the heavens rain down on Earth and destroy us all. He
1: has a point (laughs) though. When it says, on uh, in his last statement, but whether our government should pay for it because that that's a lot a lot of money going into that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry Schiavo, it's a good,
0: it's a good pull. She had a heartbeat, but no brain activity. Mm-hmm. Some people would consider her alive. Some people would not consider her alive at that point. But the whole I, point uh, of the whole point to try to bring it back a little bit. The whole point of Mississippi bringing this up is. They want their state laws to take effect rather than Roe v. Wade, the federal law. Uh And so now we have a 6-3 Republican majority in the Supreme Court. Do you think they will overturn Roe v. Wade and give this power – over like abortion laws back to the states, and let the states. I hope not handle it. I hope not, because that's that, that's gonna be a snowball
1: effect into some bigger things, and then, you know, like you said, as soon as they take away the, the third trimester, then they're gonna try to just. Well,
0: the third trimester was never on the table. I mean, well, even you... Roe v. Wade's like, look, unless you're gonna die by giving birth, mm-hmm. you can't get an abortion. Okay, well, in the third trimester, Oops. these mics are on. Bro. <laughs> My you know bad. How loud that stuff is? My bad. when you go back and listen to the recording afterwards, it's like gone.
1: My bad, but um, I hope not. Like seriously, it's it's gonna they're they're gonna try to do away with abortion entirely. You mm-hmm. know, that that's that's because that that was the battle for a long time. Yeah. You know, like hey, can we get rid of abortion? Well, they use like,
0: no. they use the term like fetal viability, mm-hmm. which means, or viability, which means how viable is it that that fetus survives if it's taken out right now? How likely is it that that child is going to survive if they're born right now? So, like, my nephew was born at 28 weeks. Mm. I mean, yeah, he had to be in the NICU for months, and all that kind of stuff. Um, but he made it. So, at 28 weeks, we have fetal viability. They're able to survive if they're born at that point. So... That's the term that they keep throwing around right now. What is, what is fetal viability? When, when can we determine that that fetus, that child, is able to survive? But like I said, the only way to kind of quell the argument and everything, and everybody, I mean, no one will ever agree, but instead of using terms like fetal viability, use like humanhood or citizenship even. Like start assigning, start giving citizenship, and assigning social security numbers and shit to people that are not even born yet. then you can charge them with murder. That's what everybody wants to charge them with anyway. That's crazy. Uh, but every time I ask, do you think this is going to happen? All you say is, I hope not. I, bro, because. So I'm asking you a yes or no question, Mr. Mister Tobias. Do you think that Roe v. Wade will be reversed? No. Okay. No.
1: It's it's such a touchy touchy subject, man.
0: We need to get a woman on the show so that we can... Your friend. She may ruffle some feathers, man. Oh, man. She's abrasive. That's what we want, though. That is true. That's what we want. Y'all come to us to get uncomfortable, so... (laughs) Oh, man. That is exact. (laughs) But jump back over to what we're supposed to be talking about. So the state, um, being Mississippi said that Roe and its subsequent decisions are egregiously wrong. The conclusion that abortion is a constitutional right has no basis in text, structure, history, or tradition. Uh, It has basis at the Supreme Court, though. I guess they forgot about Roe v. Wade. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's that's your stupid Austin joke for the day. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Abortion rights defenders promptly seized on the state's brief, noting that until now Mississippi had portrayed its appeal as far more limited. Um, Yeah, because they actually – yeah, this week Mississippi reframed its argument, abandoning its earlier and narrower attack to take direct aim at Roe, and it's holding that women have a constitutional right to terminate the pregnancy before the fetus is able to survive outside the womb. So it feels like – we're not going to talk about what we determine (laughs) fetal viability or anything like that anymore – but it feels like with what Mississippi is doing, they – we're like, all right, we want to fight against Roe v. Wade. We want to fight against – like, we want our abortion laws to take effect, not the federal laws. So we're going to go after it. And then all these lower co- courts were like, no. Like, that goes against federal law. That goes against the Constitution. No, 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 no. So now they've kind of broadened their argument, which is never a good idea. <laughs> they broadened their argument, and now they're like, we're going to go to the Supreme Court now. And we're going to broaden it out more. So do you think that it's hard to say, do you think Mississippi believes cause it's a state? you uh-huh. know? But do you feel like the people doing this in Mississippi actually feel this strongly about abortion? Or do you think it's just a state that wants their laws to supersede federal laws? Regardless of beliefs, they just like, our laws should be take effect in our state. I think it's <laughs> their laws trying to supersede— uh, federal laws. I'm sorry, John keep in the chat. What on YouTube uh when we were talking about how we need to get a woman on here to talk about this. Mm-hmm. He said good idea cuz without a woman it seems a little bit weird to hear two guys talk about what a woman should do with her body. <laughs> that is very weird. That is. And it 100% it, right. And it makes us uncomfortable. That's why Welcome we the are uncomfortable the uncomfortable. No, that's why we we try to be as Objective, as objective possible. as we can, uh-huh. and we started off by saying like, like even I was like, look, the only man that should have a say is the dad if he's around, and even then, he should be a part of the conversation, but it's not right. his decision. Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right, John. Can can I throw a dart in there? A wrench or uh-huh. a, d- a dart? Yeah, oh, you want to draw wrench- blood? <laughs>
1: All right, so I should probably shouldn't do this. Do it. Uh, now. Now this is this is very important. Um, if a man and woman have intercourse and she accidentally gets pregnant and it, it it was an accident, it was a pure accident. And so he's the man is saying, I don't want to have this child but the woman says, I do. And, you know, he is no entitled he, he's not entitled to say what she do what should, you know, do with her body. Mm-hmm. Now, if she has the child and the father doesn't want to be a part of that child's life because when it was an accident, right? Right. Because if women, you know, get pregnant and they don't want to have it, they can have an abortion and it's, you know, they're solved. But if a man stuck in that situation,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Farty <laughs> Buck Pants put a dodgeball reference in the chat and I started laughing. Dodge, you can dodge, dodge ball. you dodgeball, dodgeball. That's funny. The man was in a wheelchair. Like what? <laughs> keep going, keep going, right. keep going. But
1: if if the man <laughs> is stuck in that situation and he doesn't want to be, you know, a mm-hmm. father just yet. He's stuck with child support. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is that, like I don't feel that's fair at all in that situation. Not saying he should force her to uh um, right. to have, you know, have the child or not have the child. Mm. But it's like he doesn't get a say so at all. Either he's going to be in that child's life or he's stuck with abortion. Right. I know it's kind of off-subject, but it's still on it's, a...
0: It's not completely off-subject. Right. Um, and that's one of those weird, uncomfortable areas. Like, it's Welcome. so
1: uncomfortable. It's so uncomfortable. I feel like the child support system is is so messed well, up and so one-sided. The, so, here's so here's it, the problem so you run so into.
0: Point, if, you, if you say, okay, since the woman gets a choice, mm-hmm. we're going to give the man a choice or whether he wants to be a part of that child's life, or whether he wants anything to do with it. However, if you do that, then you're essentially letting every douchebag and scumbag out there just wash their hands of any responsibility because they want to run around acting foolish. But, they're I mean, you're right that it's unfair, mm-hmm. but at the same time, these guys that are running around sleeping with people, getting women pregnant, you're basically telling them they don't have to take responsibility for their their dumbassery.
1: Yeah, like for for the douchebags who are out there just <clears throat> the zooming on Tobias. Yeah, Go for ahead. all the douchebags. Douche having all you kind of fun and just going, Yeah, you should be on child support. But for the guy who is like example from like if I was in a committed relationship and me and my girl, you know, did to do and she gets pregnant, but I'm like, No, nah, I don't want to be a father yet. I'm still school I'm still you know trying to work on myself I don't have enough money to pay the bills for uh, you know us by myself and then we have a child I won't be able to support that child like I want and she was like well I want the baby and then we get into an argument and then we separate and so then she feels alone because she has this child even though I already told her I don't want to have the child and then she puts me on child support then I'm stuck for 18 years Paying child support. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now, me being me, I probably would never say I don't want a child because, you know, I love kids. You like, want child number nine? Ten. <laughs> ten. No, just <laughs> playing. But no, like, but for what other he wants, people. He wants
0: to steal my child. That's what he really wants to do. I love baby James. I see him. I see him. <laughs> I see him pl- plotting every time he comes over here. And my son starts smiling, and he's like, I'm going to take it back. Look, and
1: I, I try to find what toys he really likes, so that way whenever, you know, he does come and live with me. You'll have the toys.
0: Yeah. You'll have the same toys. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but for real, that, that's that's such a, a tough situation to be in because there's more douchebags than good guys out there. But for the good guys, yeah. you have to suffer for those many, many, many douchebags. Douche
0: but that's the problem. There's no way to prove if you're being honest or you're just trying to play the system. That's crazy. No way to prove. I mean, even I mean, people can beat lie detector tests. But people can Who would just use a lie detector test for like Murray does it all the time. <laughs> or he did do it. I don't know. No, if that I shows mean like I'm sorry for like uh
1: <laughs> do you want this child? Do you not want this child? Like what? Dude,
0: they do it all the time.
1: I understand if they're saying uh, did you cheat or you know? But mm-hmm. to but to to determine you know um, child support or not, I don't think that we use a lot of Texas test.
0: Nah, probably not.
1: Oh man! All right, I just want to throw it in there. Yeah, just that's to ruffle with what... some feathers and to yeah. see what people thought. Uh, good weapons. segue. Family courts are definitely broken <laughs> to the detriment of the family. Amazing how they worked.
0: Yep, crazy. But yeah, guys, get into those comments. Let us know your thoughts on Mississippi trying to bring this back up. Mississippi trying uh to get the Supreme Court to reverse Roe v. Wade. Do you think it's gonna happen now that there's a six three Republican majority in the Supreme Court? You think it's not gonna happen? You think there's not enough precedence? You think that Roe v. Mm-hmm. Wade's gonna stand? Jump into those comments down below and let us know your thoughts. News story number three. Okay. Are we on number three? <laughs> Twitter. Temporarily suspends Twitter. Marjorie Taylor Green for spreading <coughs> coronavirus nonsense. Yes. So, did you say yes? Yes. Let me see what she looks like. Uh, she looks like she wants to speak to the manager. That's what she looks like. Twitter temporarily suspended the account of Representative Marjorie Taylor Green late Monday in response to her COVID-19 tweets claiming the virus was, quote, not dangerous for non-obese people and those under 65. The Georgia Congresswoman has also pushed anti-vax claims about coronavirus vaccines, calling the host host of vaccines that are currently saving tens of thousands of American lives controversial. The looniest of America's new core of Republican disbelief. By the way, this is coming to us from the slate, and I think they're slightly left-leaning publication so y'all keep that in mind the looniest of america's new core of republican disbelievers in congress is an active spreader of nonsense on social media platforms of all sorts and this week twitter decided it had had enough labeling the tweets misleading a violation of its terms of service and instituting a 12-hour ban on the georgia republicans account now uh that was monday so if they did a 12-hour ban i would imagine she's back up and running she's back on Let's find out. But while I'm looking that up, Mm -hmm. what do you think of yet another social media company stepping in and banning something? Yes. You're all for it. Yes, I am. Why are you for it? I am for it because
1: um, the misinformation given to other people about, uh, I mean, non-vaccinated people about the COVID shot and COVID-19, that that sways who gets vaccinated and who doesn't. Uh, It gives people who don't want to get vaccinated ammo to say, hey, well, it's not going to affect me. You know, um, like what she said, not dangerous for non-obese people and those under 65. That's a lie. That's a lie. There's people that have died because of the COVID-19 that are skinny, young, in shape, you know. Um, Viruses, who's, I I think I was talking to Glenn, um, Diseases and viruses don't, they're they're not prejudiced against um, anyone. If you're in shape, you take care of your body, they still can affect you the same way. You might be able to fight it off a little better, but it still doesn't make you immune. Um, For her to say that makes people feel that they're, you know, invincible. Like, oh, um, I'm 25 and I play football. I'm good. You know, no, nah, that, that is not the case. I I feel like that is gonna uh what is it? I have some numbers. She's kinda not wrong though. Have you seen the COVID nineteen death rate by age group? There are also research stating that comorbidities are present in some something like ninety four percent of deaths.
0: I mean, I get that, but <laughs> yeah, here's here's let me I'm gonna step in on this one. Okay, so it's worse for older people mm-hmm. and worse for people. That are overweight, obese, whatever right. you want to call it. However, here's the problem that I'm sure Twitter probably had with her tweet and the problem that I have with her tweet. Let me pull it back up. Not dangerous for right. non obese people and those under sixty five. So if you say it's more dangerous or less dangerous for people that mm-hmm. aren't overweight and under sixty five, that's one thing. But to say it's not dangerous at all is just a flat out lie. Yeah, you're waiting part. I found these numbers while you were talking. Okay. This is from the CDC. So obesity worsens outcomes from COVID-19. True. Uh, More than 900,000 adult COVID-19 hospitalizations occurred in the United States between the beginning of the pandemic and November 18th. Models estimate that 30% of these hospitalizations were attributed to obesity, which means 70% of those hospitalizations were not attributed to obesity, mm-hmm. so even though obesity can make it worse, it doesn't mean you that it's not dangerous for you that you can't catch it because you're in shape. All right, it's not what it means anyway. Continue. Uh, that's really basically <laughs> all I was saying. Um, for 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 those who
1: clearly doesn't understand the vaccine or the co or COVID nineteen, it's like you are you're really subject to soaking anything you want to believe not that you actually know about it. Like if you don't actually know about where it came from or what it does to your body, anything, anyone tells you, that's more toward what you want to lean. Like if I'm saying, well, I don't believe in the COVID and she says, well, you're not affected at all. You're, you're safe. You know, um, I'm going to soak that in like, Hey, I'm going to be a sponge and be like, okay, I believe her. See well, she said this. Like if I have an argument with somebody, you know how people are when I have an argument with somebody, well, Twitter said this, you know, if you go back and read, I see, I seen a lot of
0: those people.
1: I seen a lot of tweets who said this, but you have to go and do research for yourself. You know, that's why, that's why they, they typically try to ban situations like this. That's why she was banned. And that's why I agree with it.
0: So what we were talking about pixelated was that Monday she's back. Now I checked, she's back on now because she posted something two hours ago, but Twitter temporarily suspended Marjorie Taylor green. Um, so, so that brings time. up she posted something about firing Fauci um, that brings up something we've talked about a lot on this show in particular is how much power social media companies should have over whether or not they ban people for certain things now I am of the belief that they their privately owned company they can kick you off for whatever the fuck they want just like if you walk into a business and the owner doesn't like what you're doing, he can kick you out. I mean, it's just how it is. You may not like it, but that's kind of how it is. But the question is, should social media companies actually be allowed to ban people for this type of stuff? Yep. What do you think, Tobias? I, I definitely think
1: up. so. Back to my point of saying that that misinformation can uh, – that misinformation – oh, my gosh. Uh, that misinformation can hinder people from getting vaccinated. Um, I am a believer of the vaccine, Austin. I, I To this point, I believe he's a, a believer of the vaccine. Um, if you don't get the vaccine because of your personal reasons, because of your own study, cool. But my thing is when people entice you or give you misinformation and you're like, well, Marjorie Taylor said this or... Uh, Dr. Fauci said we can't wear, we shouldn't wear a mask or you know, it, it's that misinformation is really, 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 really a problem when we are trying to get to a certain percentage of being vaccinated. But yeah, <laughs> I figured out Twitter. <laughs> I was trying to go back and find, uh, just look at her page, and
0: then all this other stuff. But well, guys, if you're watching on YouTube, I know we got a lot of people watching on Twitch right now. If you're watching on YouTube. Get into the comments. Let us know your thoughts on Twitter uh, suspending yet another politician. Does Twitter have too much power over it? Is it just, hey, this is a private company. They're allowed to do what they want. Get into those comments and let us know your thoughts. News story. Which one was that? That was three. Number three. News story number four. This one comes to us from BuzzFeed. So as COVID continues to spread, Alabama's governor says it's time to start blaming the unvaccinated folks. He said, folks. Folks. (laughs) Folks. These folks are choosing... I'm sorry. These folks are choosing a horrible lifestyle of self-inflicted pain. First of all, before we even go through what do you think about a governor coming out and basically calling out a whole section of his population?
1: Well... (laughs) Blaming the unvaccinated folks. Okay. I'm the type where I will encourage people to get the vaccine. I will not force them. Um, I think it's very beneficiary to get the vaccine. Uh, That is my own personal opinion. But for the ones who are not getting it, if you choose to get it because of your religious beliefs or your medical standpoint or whatever, cool. But if you get it because you want to be belligerent and,
0: I want to believe other people because of their own thoughts. Alabama's vaccination yeah. rate right now is thirty three point nine percent are fully vaccinated, and isn't that the normal rate? Or 41, is that long? It's low. Is uh, that forty one point six percent have at least one dose compared to other states? it's pretty low. The national average is what fifty is something. Forty nine and a half percent are fully vaccinated. Fifty seven point one percent have one dose. Okay, at least one dose. So Alabama's behind the national average. Um, this chat is going. Dude, yeah. Chat's going. Y'all keep going. It's it's funny. <laughs> Y'all keep at it. Um, But this article goes on to say, Alabamians are dragging their feet on getting vaccinated against COVID-19 and their Republican governor is fed up. Folks are supposed to have common sense, but it's time to start blaming the unvaccinated. He likes the word folks. Folks. Uh, <laughs> Not the regular folks. It's the unvaccinated folks (laughs) that are letting us down. Uh, Alabama has the lowest rate of vaccination in the nation. Only 39% of the state's population has received at least one dose of that, which it's a little bit higher now. So I guess, when was this written? It was written yesterday, but it's a little bit higher than that now. These folks are choosing a horrible lifestyle of self-inflicted pain. I want people to get vaccinated. That's the cure. Well, we already talked about it. It's not a cure, Uh but it certainly helps. So, I don't think they're, when's the
1: last time there's actually been a cure? Like, like they made this to get rid of it and it 100% worked. I don't think they're, because the way science work, there's a, a yeah. chance, you know, like when they say 99%, you know, it, it works. There's still a 1% that it doesn't work. So it's, you know, you got responded to, by the
0: way, What what happened, by the way, guys, uh, we know Kang Mushu. He's a friend of ours. <laughs> He's in the <laughs> chat, and it's funny that y'all are. It's funny. I'm sorry. We got another one. Immovable Wisdom King. France is a COVID enforcement test. If the French bend over to the needle and get cut by the government, they oh my COVID god! all over the world. What is going on here? I don't know, but I like it. It's funny. Are you guys drinking with us? We're drinking. Uh, what are you drinking? What we drinking? What we drinking? <laughs> oh man, I had it. Oh, I had it. Uh, I had it muted. Oh man, do let's, it again. Let's do it again. What we drinking? Yeah. Hey. Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Right. Back back to our uh, scheduled program. Back to your
0: <laughs> normally scheduled program. Oh my gosh, this but, is funny. Um, so. The question that I get from this, and for you guys, for Tobias, everybody, okay, is, you know, we've talked about how much, if any, social media companies are to blame mm-hmm. for the spread of misinformation and for people not getting vaccinated and that sort of thing. The question this raises is, okay, but those people that aren't getting vaccinated, how much are they to blame? Like, if someone is not getting vaccinated because they're hearing certain things about the vaccine. Are they to blame? Are they partially to blame? Are they fully to blame? Do you blame whoever, you know, wherever they got that information? Mm -hmm. Like, should we start doing what Alabama's governor is doing and blaming people that are not getting vaccinated and tell them it's your fault. We're still in this problem, this predicament pandemic, whatever. No, because
1: if you start blaming people, you're saying they're the only reason why we're here, and I don't think that's true. I definitely don't think that's true. I, I think the people who are unvaccinated, uh, they they play a part in us not moving forward. Let's say that. They, you know, I don't I don't blame I don't blame them for be, for us being in a situation we're in, uh, because you have to take a, 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 an account of is the vaccine really working? Is is it working 100% which people believe? Because people who are not vaccinated, they're saying, well, it's not going to work or I don't want them to put, you know, I don't know. I don't want them to control my body, turn me into a zombie. But, you know, it, it's, that's, that's that situation where you're saying, well, do you believe in science or do you believe in the government or, Man, that's that's a tough situation. I I'm not blaming everyone, bro. I'm looking at this chat. All right, uh, <laughs> and my 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 thought process is just, you know, since I believe in the, the vaccine, I believe in science. Uh, not one hundred percent, but you know, as far as, uh, I believe that the science is made to help us, you know, move forward to help us, you know, but. I'm trying not to go too much into it because there's something else I want to say later on. But with the death ratio and you thinking about the people who are vaccinated, you know, like like I said earlier, how many of those people that have died from the vaccine have died strictly from the vaccine? You know, and and when you say uh, it's not working, I mean it's it's a vaccine that's it's not a cure. I don't know this 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 situation is so iffy because you try to defend it. But then at the same time, if it's not a hundred percent working, it's like, how can you defend it? You're trying to, cause I, I, I believe in the vaccine, but for, for those who don't believe in it and has a reasonable cause because of, you know,
0: your own belief, you know, get into those comments and let us know your thoughts on Alabama's governor coming out and calling out the unvaccinated people saying, You know, it's time to start blaming you. You need to go get vaccinated. It's your fault, essentially. I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what it is. Get into the comments if you're on YouTube and let us know your thoughts. News story number five. This one is also about the vaccine. Spoiler alert. Uh Uh-oh. This one is is a poll of, of people that have not gotten vaccinated yet, though. So, an alarming number of Americans think vaccines contain microchips to control people. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Where's the numbers here? So, one-fifth of polled adults believe it is definitely true or probably true that COVID-19 vaccinations contain government-issued microchips, Microchips, according to a new survey. The survey conducted by The Economist and YouGov and published this week asked 1,500 Americans ages 18 and over if... The U.S. government is using the COVID-19 vaccine to micro-trip the population. 5% of respondents said the statement was definitely true, while 15% said the statement was probably true. When broken down along party lines, the survey found that 32% of Republicans said it was definitely or probably true, while 14% of Democrats said it was definitely or probably true. Those without college degrees were also more likely to believe the micro-trip conspiracy compared to those uh, who have one. So, Mr. Tobias. Mm-hmm. what do you think about an alarming number according to this this article an alarming number of americans believing that the vaccine is being used to microchip us honestly <laughs> in this situation
1: i i feel like it's just conspiracies it's like going around
0: asking do you believe sasquatch is real do you believe he's not real first of all there's a microchip shortage So, you never know. They could have taken the microchips and put it in the (laughs) (laughs) vaccine. Hell. There's a shortage everywhere, okay? But, um... No. I think we've done one hell of a job microchipping ourselves via our smartphones. Exactly. That's what we were talking about, I think, was it last week? I wish we had, like, a a gong. Ding. Ding. I can add that. Bro. You find me the sound clip, I'll add it to the screen. (laughs) It's like, whenever you
1: guys hit something, like, on the head, like... Farty butt pants, you damn right. But yeah, cause like I finna just talk about what forty butt pants say. Go nuts. Uh, like when we have these smartphones, or we have uh, the AirPods, or we have the um, Apple Watch, so much technology, and then you wanna blame a, a vaccine that's going to your arm, and bro, you know you know how many times they could've. We take pills. We, not legal pills. Let me say it like that. We take legal pills. We take, uh, we eat food from grocery stores. There's so many other ways to obtain a, a microchip in our body. Or to, you know what I'm saying? Like, stop. People use things they want don't want to be a part of. Like, they don't want, want to be a part of the vaccine. So, they try to throw in all these scenarios of what, the vaccine could do to you, you know what I'm saying? So,
0: I, I, I hate that. I hate that. So I was looking up pictures of like a microchip, mm-hmm. because people microchip their dogs and that kind of stuff, so they can track me. and everything like that. A microchip will not fit through that needle. That's what I'm, that's what I need people to understand. I, I want to look up the smallest microchip. This is a typical needle used for like vaccinations or whatever. This is how big the needle needs to be to actually inject you with a microchip.
1: Brother, you, can see, so
0: you can see these pictures. Like here's somebody that has a microchip in their in their hand. Like you can see it. That's how big the damn needle is. I know this, and Tobias knows this because we have been vaccinated. The needle is not that big. Uh-uh. You can't even feel the needle. It's like uh-huh. one of the smallest needles I've ever seen. Uh-huh. So according to this, and so here's another question I have for you, Tobias. We'll zoom in. Oh. So this this poll, I don't think it gave the actual numbers but, and I'm going to put you on the spot. Oh my gosh. Because yeah, you know I like putting you on the spot. This article says those without college degrees are also more likely to believe the microchip conspiracy. So, do you think this is a misinformation problem or do you think this is a stupid people problem?
1: I'm going to say misinformation problem Uh, because I'm not going to say everyone they asked was stupid. But, uh, but, but, uh, but if you think about it, kind of stupid could fall into the category of being misinformed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you but if, it may not be your fault that you're stupid. Is right. What you're saying. Yeah, I get it. But <laughs> I'm going to say it's more inform more misinformation because I don't think everyone's stupid, but they have their own beliefs. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Like to be. Now, do I think stupid people do play a part in this poll? Of course, there's stupid people everywhere. But I think this is more of a um of a misinformation type deal.
0: So yeah. Yeah, man. But guys, get into those drunk. comments. Let us know your thoughts on this poll. Mm-hmm. Do you think you think it's a stupid people problem? Do you think it's a misinformation problem? Do you think it's real? Do you think that they are using the vaccine to Chip people and attract people, or control people. You know, because that's what this—that's what the apparently the poll was talking about—is controlling people. But guys, get into the comments and let us know your thoughts. Uh, That was which news story was that? Five. That was five. Yep. Man, I had another link for for news story five, and we didn't touch on it, but that's fine. News story number six. Last news story for today. This one comes to us from Business Insider. Okay. This one's funny. That's why I added it. Biden says he asked Secret Service to keep out of his room at breakfast time because he isn't dressed. Damn yeah, right. <laughs> I'm right. Get the fuck out of my
1: room, <laughs> bro. <laughs> he said, "Get out of my room because I am undressed." Uh, now, how is he getting his breakfast if he's undressed? Who's bringing it to him?
0: <laughs> That's what I want to know. Well, no, it goes on to say uh, President Joe Biden Mm -hmm. said he asked Secret Service agents to keep out of his bedroom at breakfast time because he he hasn't dressed yet. He says he likes to start his days wearing his robe and eating breakfast undisturbed by his protection detail. Secret Service agents usually stay stay close to the president as he moves around the White House where he lives with his wife, Jill. So it's their job. they got to be on you. Like white on rice. Mm-hmm. Like an Ethiopian on a donut. They got to be right there. Do you think, that, first of all, what do you think about the president coming out and just divulging this information? And just letting everybody know, like, yeah, I ate breakfast undressed. What of it? I think this was information that didn't need to be had.
1: <laughs> but my thing is, for the people who don't like Joe Biden, they will read so much into this they were like, what is he doing during his free time? Why they why he doesn't want these people around. You know, they'll they'll take it and and just run with it. You know what I'm saying? Uh I feel like I feel like this is very funny. Uh because, hey, I don't wear clothes during breakfast time. I don't wear clothes when I'm at home by myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Whatever. But since it's Joe Biden, he, he wants you to know.
0: <laughs> he wants you to know, man. Sleepy Joe. <laughs> didn't he didn't didn't he the one that said that this administration was going to be, like, the most transparent mm-hmm. administration? Well, that's pretty fucking transparent. <laughs> he sure let you know, didn't it? I'm sitting here <laughs> trying to enjoy my raisin bran. Because, you know, that dude's like 80 years old. He's eating raisin bran. I'm sitting here trying to enjoy my raisin bran. Got my got my junk hanging out and everything. I don't want the Secret Service around. I want to enjoy my cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Were you stupid? I just, I just keep playing a scenario in my head where... Like Secret Service walks into his bedroom. Are you good, Mr. President? And he's sitting there butt naked eating eating like a bagel, like, What the fuck get out? Just freaking out. Do you think here's here's another question. Uh oh. I don't know what I don't know what the like what the Secret Service agents are trained to do and what they're told their job is, that kind of thing. Can they if the president's like, Leave me alone, go over there? Are they able to be like, no, this is my job. You gonna get to know me real fucking well because I ain't going anywhere. They can. I I think they can because it's their job. Yeah. They're like they're. I mean, it makes sense like out in public and stuff. I'm talking about like in the White House. You think they're allowed to be like, nah, Joe. We but we we gonna eat breakfast, will you? <laughs> Honestly, I think
1: they can. This is my just personal opinion. I think they can. I think they could be like, no. My job is to be on you like white on rice. And, you know, if he's like sleeping in the bed and they're like writing it there next to him, I think that's a little creepy. But, you know, if you're up and you're moving around, you know, I, I think yeah. they they should be able to. Now, I'm not saying he doesn't have a right to his own privacy, mm-hmm. but after, after you become the president, you kind of just I'm give up say, that right.
0: I, my mindset on that is if you want to be president, mm-hmm. You don't get privacy anymore. You ask for not months. Not like you have this much privacy. Mm-hmm. Now, that's all you get. It's probably when you go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> when you're shitting or fucking, you get privacy. That's it. Oh my God. <laughs> Everything else, you got a posse with you. That's just how that works. But moving on through this article, Biden told uh, CNN's Don Lemon. Oops. I did not mean to click on that. Uh-uh. I think that was the transcript of the, the conversation they had. Because things are so crazy out there, it's very hard to get comfortable like I would ordinarily be. For example, I think all of the help that's there providing meals and all the rest, I think they love us. You're saying, don't come in for breakfast. We can get our own breakfast because I like to walk out in my robe and go in. So he likes to get up in the morning, throw his robe on. And go eat breakfast. And so, not just the Secret Service, but the cooks that they have in the White House and everything. He's telling all of them, fuck off. I can get my own breakfast. Mm-hmm. So, the question is, is he within his right to do that, or is he killing American jobs? Because he's basically telling the cooks not to cook. <laughs> what? Oh, my
1: gosh. Uh, no, because I... No? Because, let me say it like this. So, the cooks are there not just to serve Joe, but to serve his wife, too. So, what if his wife is like, hey, I want something to eat. You know? But, uh what kind of question is that,
0: Austin? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, you know I threw like me to put off. you
1: on the, on the spot. And I love to cook. So, yeah. If I was the president, I would, bro, I would be a, I would not be a good president. But I would definitely go cook my own food, though. Or teach them how to cook it.
0: Teach them how to cook it? Yeah. They
1: might be professionals and all. They didn't went to school for it. But, hey, I want my food a certain way. <laughs> like, if I want some fried chicken, bro, I want you to inject it a certain way. I want you to let it sit in buttermilk a certain way. I want you to flour a certain way with mustard. And, I, man, that that grease is not hot like it should be, I'm going to be mad. Because I want it crunchy. And I, Yeah, man. Yeah, man. If I want my fish baked, if I want my salmon see, oh man, don't, don't, don't let me go on and rant about cooking. Bro. No, I'm cutting
0: you off. Cutting you off. What happened? Biden said that this is another thing I think is funny. He said that it's much more restrictive than Number One Observatory Circle, where he lived as Vice President under Barack Obama. No shit. You're not Vice President anymore, Joe. You're President now. Of course, it's going to be more restrictive. What the fuck, Joe? Guys, get into the comments below if you're on YouTube. Let us know your thoughts on Biden. Want to eat his breakfast in the nude in peace. (laughs) I'm kidding. It's not the nude. It's in his robe. But let us know your thoughts (laughs) in the comments down below. That's it for the news. No more news stories. Everybody relax. That's it. That's it. No more more of that. Guys, I've really enjoyed talking to y'all. Bro, we need to wrap this up, though. <laughs> you got every that was Saturday fun. we need you every three Saturday guys here. Every Saturday at noon. Y'all come y'all come hang out with us every Saturday at noon. But that's the end of the show. That's it. I'm calling it. That's, that's it. That's the end of the show. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for hanging out with us in the chat. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it. Thank you all for going back and forth in the chat. You know, having that conversation, that's what we're here for. We don't have to agree on everything. We're here to talk about it. We're here to hash things out. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing if you're on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed yet, get down there and click that button. Go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss any videos. Um, we do put out throughout the week little clips from the show. If you don't want to sit <laughs> sit with us for three fucking hours, we get it. Um, if you are on Twitch, thank you for following. If you haven't followed yet, go ahead and follow. We appreciate it. Um, If you want to get in touch with us, if you want to be a part of the show as far as, like, if you want to tell us what news stories to talk about, tweet at us. Fill out the contact form on our website. Mm -hmm. uh, Join the Facebook group or like us on Facebook. Facebook group is Uncomfortable Friends. Get on there. You know, Let us know what you want us to talk about because we'll do it. Damn, we damn well, he, right. First of all, he doesn't come up with shit to talk about at all, <laughs> except for maybe now with Tobias' stuff. Yep. I'm always the one having to dig and find news to talk about. So you guys let us know what you want to talk about. We're happy to do it. Uh-huh. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for sharing it, telling a friend. Y'all, y'all get more people involved in this conversation. Uh, it's a lot of fun. We have a lot of fun with it. But again, don't forget: like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to us on YouTube, and remember, it's okay to disagree. We can disagree and still respect each other. We can disagree and still love each other. If we keep that in mind, boys and girls, we won't solve the world's problems, but we will shave some of the rest of the rough edges off. Until next time. All right, y'all. We out.